Hello, everyone. I wanted to talk about how when it comes to adult film companies, a lot of people don't do their research. And that is why some of the unwanted experiences that they have encountered um, do occur. When it comes to any company, not just adult film companies, I'm talking about non-adult film companies and adult film companies in general. Before you sign a contract, before you... are signed to a talent agency, because you do have adult film-related ones and non-adult film-related ones, and before you decide to be to sign an exclusive contract, which is you only get to work with them and nobody else, or like an inclusive contract where they'll allow you to work with other entities and not just them, there has to be a mindfulness when it comes to Studying and researching constitutions, bylaws, curriculums, uh, calendars, agendas, rules, um, privacy policy, uh, refund policy, um, making sure that they're in positive standing with law enforcement, terms and conditions, uh, contractual obligations, uh, royalties, residual income, um, Earned income, profit income, interest income, dividend income, rental income, capital gains income. Um, those are the things that have to be factored factored in when it comes to these type of companies. And you also have to look at syndication rights and uh, syndication syndication money, whether it's on television or music or movies, right? Regards to adult film companies and non-adult film companies, regards to non-adult film talent agencies and adult film uh, talent agencies. And, uh, You have to look at the passive income as well. So, um, you know, those side hustles. The investments. The investment portfolios. Those are all the things everyone has to research about these companies. And make sure there's, you know, ETFs and stocks and mutual funds. Those are things that have to be factored in as well. And people have to look at with these companies. Um, people have to look at this as subscriptions the licensing, uh, the product sales, the services and consulting, the advertising, the leasing, leasing, renting, buying, and the, 
even brokerage fees, you know, commissions and fees in general. Those are all the things that have to be studied about companies uh, before you sign with any of them. Another thing to look out for when it comes to these companies is um, making sure that the percentages and the lawyering up are actually in your favor, you know, monetarily and just in general. Other things to look out for is your rights, your bill of rights. You have to um, make sure that before you sign anything, that can you accept that those companies can own the product materials and you may get fees from each scene or each time they film or each time they um, y'all work together on any type of projects and make sure that The missions, the values, the goals, the inspirations and motivations of these companies are in your favor. That means you have to study the reviews too. Study the word of mouth reviews, study their social media, um, publicity, um, study their video media publicity as well. For example, look at the people that used to work with them and study, okay, why did so-and-so terminate their contracts? Does this place have a history of lawsuits? Does these places have a history of prosecutions and legal troubles? And so there has to really be a sensitivity to these things. And... Um, And I'm really applying these things when it comes to these adult film companies, everything I just told you. Because a lot of times, people get into mainstream porn, but they don't do their homework on, okay, if you feel like you might want to do porn, you you have to research porn star interviews and... You know, that's how you get an understanding of how these companies are really like. Because in an interview, the porn star is really going to say how they truly feel. And that's what I've done. I've gotten, I've researched the categories, the genres, um, I've researched the alphabetical listing of the performers that are being featured so I can get a better understanding of how people are being um, seen around the world. I got to study um, the instant accessing part, the support part. Um, I got to study the authorized sales agents part, the content removal part, the bill incorporated part, right? The record keeping requirements, you know, of 18 USC 2257, you know, the billing support, the cyber patrol, the safe serve EFF, right? The filtering software, which prevents minors from accessing inappropriate material, you know, I got to study, um, Visa, MasterCard, ASACP, Protect Children Corp response in the RTA. And who are the registered trademarks, right? I'm, I'm using vividentertainment.com as an example. These are things people have to study before they go, okay, I'm going to just do films. Uh, with just mainstream. Make sure, you know... Look at, okay, how do they treat celebrity sex tapes? That, that, that's important too. Because um, some celebrities may use big mainstream porn companies to 
expand their audience in that way. And so you got to look at the latest videos. Um, look at what's trending. You know, look at the trending videos. They say live girls. I prefer to say live women so people don't get confused. And no, I'm not glorifying underage. Underage anything when it comes to adults as of perversity, perversion. Um, I think it, it, that all should be a felony, felonious. But anyway, I wanted to, um, you know, look at how they will give no extra cost. Look at their porn parodies, how many awards they've won at, like, an AVN, for example. You got to look at the DVDs. You got to look at the galleries. You got to look at the celebs, the sites, the live, the dating, the store. You got to look at all that. Because sometimes porn companies will actually have dating matching sites. It could be hookups. It could be whatever the adults want it to be. If the, if it's monogamous, hey, that's the adults that get to decide how they want to do those things. And so you got to look at the home, the memberships. You know, I'm trying to get people a better understanding of how this world works because... I've been studying this for years, and I've studied the most this year. And so you got to look at how many XBiz awards they won. Look, look to see, are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter? Are they on Instagram? You know, are they on Tumblr? Or, you know, are they on the App Store? If you got Apple, um, are they on YouTube? Are they on Vimeo? Um, are they on Twitch, Snapchat? You know, those are examples. And are they at LLC or how, you know, are they on Business Insider? Are they a corp or a corporation? Are they a... DBA, you know, and um, what's their business plan, their business model, and what banks support these adult film companies, and um, what is their business strategies, and um, do they help with entrepreneurship? You know, how do they, are they do they do any affiliate affiliate marketing or do they do any um, any kind of transcription services, you know, for transcripts? Um, are they capable of helping you be a sex industry entrepreneur, whether it's porn or other forms of adult sex work? So those are things that people often don't think about when it comes to this the industry it you know it is an industry so you're going to have diversified income in that world and so my other thing is you know are they in good standing with sex work you know sex work um advocacy entities like the sex work project are they in good standing with the BIPOC Adult Industry Collective or the Adult uh, Performing Advocacy Community or the Free Speech Coalition? Those are things that people have to research. And when it comes to like sex workers in general, um, are these adult film companies, do they support the Safe Sex Worker Study Act and are they against the S-E-S-T-A, F-O-S-T-A? And, um, here are the other things that people have to be concerned about when it comes to adult content creating, right? Um,
do they have do they support all the you know the internet content subscription services for like sex workers and things like that and are they helping to fight against uh discrimination against um adult content creators and porn performers when it comes to the world of work because people get fired and you know um you know, do they, how supportive are they when it comes to adult content creator sites? Um, are they supportive of Fan Centro, iFans? Just for fans? Loyal fans, Bliss, NSFW.app, Porn Rocket, Pocket Stars, OnlyFans, Mini Vids, My Girl Fund, Avian Stars, Is My Girl. And all the other adult content creator sites. And how do these banks uh, treat people who are adult content creators and just the, and also those who do porn? Fansly or Frisk, do they know and support those um, do they know about those adult content sites now support why they when it comes to that? Um And so that's the stuff I had to think about. I had to think about how do they depict people. For example, um, are people depicted humanely when it comes to these sites? And um, do they protect themselves well from, you know, angry people who want to legally take their money? So how are all sexual orientations depicted in these adult film companies and adult content creator sites? How are all gender identities, all sexualities, all sexes, all genders, all genderless, all non-binary, all non, all gender non-conforming, all LGBTQI+, all races, all nationalities, all ethnicities, all nationalities, um, all gender identities, all sex characteristics. How are and all adult ages of life? How are they all depicted? Is it degrading or is it elevating? Is it worth celebrating or or is it debasing? You know, are people being dehumanized or humanized? And those are things that I really do consider. Like when it comes to genres and categories in the industrial companies, how do they... um, Is it easily defendable, right? Can I easily defend it? Or is it indefensible and easily indefensible? 
And so I decided to do that, you know, learn all these things in Comstock Companies. I learned to ask questions, and I've learned to just also do my research. And so that's what I choose to do. You know, personally, if I, you know, once I do adult films, I would want the freedom to work with any entity that I please that has a mesmerizing track record of humanizing people when it comes to all the business um To all the ways of business when it comes to these dog film companies, I want to work with more than one dog film company because it's like I feel like because there's more than one that's good at depicting sex in a humane way and depicting people in a humane way, and they're just all around humane to people, you know, they're consumers and clients and customers. Not just the porn crew and the porn performers, you know. Not just, you know, not just, not just the ones on camera. Then that would make me really, really um, ecstatically joyful. And so another thing I wanted to uh, talk about about this is. Um, You know, are people with disabilities depicted well with these companies? That's an excellent question. And um, another thing that I thought about, you know, with these companies is um, do they have intimacy coordinators? Do they have intimacy choreographers? That's important. How well is the camera crew and the technology crews? Um, that's important to me. And this is stuff I just, I decided to just think about it. I decided to do a unique episode where I know if I talk about this, then I'm really good to go when it comes to sex because... When it comes to these adult film companies, I think about this. Are people encouraged to be sensitive lovers on camera? Are people encouraged to be neighborly lovers on camera? What does neighborly mean? A neighborly lover is a good Samaritan lover. You apply the concept of good Samaritan to sex. Is that all encouraged on camera? You know, how are the... Are, do they all honor the age of consent laws? Is there enthusiastic consent? Is there enthusiastic equality? Is there enthusiastic respect? Is there enthusiastic trustworthiness? Is there enthusiastic physical safety? Is there enthusiastic sexual safety? Is there enthusiastic intellectual safety? Is there enthusiastic emotional safety? Um, do they honor the certs model for healthy sex on camera? And... Um, Are they into risk-aware consensual kink, also known as RAC? Are they into SSC, also known as safe, sane, and consensual? Are they into personal responsibility informed consensual kink, also known as PRICK? Are they popular with kink educators? Are they popular with adult content creators? Um, are they popular with BDSM practitioners? Are they popular with kinksters? Are, are they popular with trauma-informed 
uh, approaches to healthy sex, meaning are they sensitized to those who've been sexually abused? And are they informed about how healthy sex is very important, especially for those who've been sexually abused? Are they that trauma-informed? Um, are they a kink-positive community? Are they a sex-positive community? Um, are they against kink-shaming? Are they against prude-shaming? Are they against sex-shaming? Are they against slut-shaming? Are they against whorephobia? And are they against rape culture? Are they against racism? Are they against sexism? Are they against queer phobia? Um, are they against ageism? Are they against ableism? Are they against all forms of discrimination? Are they against colorism? Are they against discrimination based on hair? Are they, on, are they against discrimination based on hair texture? Those are all the things that I absolutely care about from my soul. Okay. For example, another question. My question would be like, how are they when it comes to best videos, channels, profiles, games, all tags, live cams, 1xvideos.com? Just to give y'all examples of, you know, the, the business of porn to get people a better understanding. And um, my other question. Are they into the sex positive movement? Are they pro-sex? Are they uh, into sex positivity? Are they are they hospitable towards those who are asexual or questioning, you know, their sexuality or gender identity or sex characteristics? Are they how do they make intersex and hermaphrodites and metrosexuals and androgynous persons feel? Does LGBTQ plus culture, you know, the pride parades and the, the rainbow flags and the pride flags and the uh, LGBTQ plus in the lives, you know, nightlife and people are gay friendly, LGBTQ plus friendly, I should say. Or people who are uh, who are into like just pride events in general, do they feel welcomed by these adult content creator sites and adult film companies? Um, do they are they do are they sensitive to risk conscious sex, whether it's kinky, non kinky, conventional sex or unconventional sex, right? So those are important things that people have to look for when it comes to these entities. It's so important. And do they cheat people in any kind of way? Do they commit economic injustice or do they commit economic justice? Do they commit social injustice or social justice? You know, political injustice or political justice? Racial injustice or racial justice? Environmental injustice or environmental justice? Um, Are they for equality or inequality? Equity or a lack of equity? Human rights or human rights abuses? Are they for human rights violations? Um, Are they for sex workers' rights or are they... Against sex workers, you know, rights. And are they for workers' rights? You know. 
And these are things that people need to understand. Are they even for Black Lives Matter? That's a good question. Are they for Black Indigenous people of color? And those are things I have to think about when it came to the adult world. That's why most people in that world, by the time they're 25, they're already in that world. You know, are they into good giving and game? The, the triple G. And that makes a good sex partner, you know what I mean? On camera. Okay. But the reason, but there are a few like me who enter in that world by the time I'm in my 30s. Because I had years of healing to do. And I didn't want to do something not experiencing the healing that I needed. So now that I've experienced it, you know, here are my other questions. Here's other questions. How do former porn stars and former adult content creators feel about them? The ones who are retired, the one, you know, how do they, how do the ones who are semi-retired feel about them? How do the ones who are current feel about them? Them meaning these entities. And so those are things that I really really wanted to make myself um, acquainted with. For example, what about the history, the watch laters, the liked videos, and the my subscriptions part, the video previews, the automatic video titles, translation, the suggestions, the watch later button, the viewed icons, the video previews, the big UI, the one columns and the colors, the categories, the countries, the languages. How are all those represented on these grown folk sites? <laughs> right? And... Um, how are all countries, all cities, all states, all islands, all continents, all counties, all cultures, are they well represented or poorly represented? Is there cultural injustice or cultural justice? Um, is there civil injustice or civil justice? And... Um, is it easy to claim your videos on these sites like an X video? Because sometimes they'll say, is your name porn star name, right? And if it is, send an email so they can, you know, help you say, yes, this is my legitimate profile. Because some porn stars, for some reason, ones who are retired, semi-retired or current, some claim their videos on these sites and some don't. There are some who go, oh, yes, that's all the way me. I am the real. And they have this verified check sign to show that this is really who they are. And they'll say, you know, I porn perform with this enti entity or entities or I'm actually in charge of my own porn company. So it's, it's a little different than the blue Twitter verified check. They have something similar to that on porn sites. The ones that let you claim the videos. And so I know this is very intense, but it has to be. Because so many people forget the business side of porn, right? And it's like there's more to it than just the videos. H how are the DVDs? Do they even sell well, you know? And... Um, And so I'm just a very respectful person, you know. Are they good at protecting minors from adult material? You know, um... And this stuff has truly, truly been on my heart. And uh, this is so important. I need to say this. Um, I really need to say it. Okay, for example. When it comes to that world. 
there are some things that have to be thought about because most people don't really weather network they don't really think about this stuff and they absolutely should for example do they have good labor practices do they have transparency um what is their production values right what is their post-production marketing or their production marketing while it's happening or what is their you know idea to do production marketing um, what are its production practices? Are they um, appropriate with their operations? Do they have a performer code of conduct? Okay. Do they have a model bill of rights? Do they have, you know, sensible safe sex supplies, food and water, sexual health information, such as STD tests? Are people paid fairly and on time? What are the expectations of performers' professional conduct when working? Are, do they have a commitment to keeping adult material away from children? Do they specify respect for performers? Do they maintain confidentiality with customers and with other performers? And are they generally behaving professionalism and honesty? Are they, do they have a membership of adult industry bodies? Are they willing to put an RTA restricted to adults label in the front of the site? What are their mission statements? What are their ethics statements? Or what are their transfer or what are their transparent information about production practice? Do they have a willingness to include behind the scenes content performing interviews? Do they have a focus on consent and descriptions within the porn itself? Do they you know do they promote the visiting, the social media profiles of producers and see what they say and what is said about them? Um Are they willing to show the interviews, you know, that porn stars with each other, you know, those talks where they talk about what the sex was like before, during, and after the porn to see if everyone was on board and what could have done better, how could they grow as co-stars, evolve as co-stars, and learn as co-stars. Those two things they should be doing every time they do shoots, whether it's the same co-stars or new co-stars or different co-stars or, you know, the co-stars that they're their favorites, you know. And um, those are things to absolutely pay attention to with these companies, right? Um, Do they have uh, quality um, sex work positive therapists and sex work positive psychiatrists, sex work positive uh, trained professionals in the mental health field and you know okay when it comes to these porn companies um, here are other things in just adult entertainment companies in general what types of insurances do they have are they into uh, life insurance, auto insurance, health insurance, term life insurance, whole life insurance, home insurance, state farm, umbrella insurance, Medicare, property insurance, universal life insurance, disability insurance, business interruption insurance, variable universal life insurance, comprehensive long-term care insurance, travel insurance, renters insurance, GEICO or you know, state farm or flood insurance, pet insurance, marine insurance, critical illness insurance, accidental death and dismemberment policy or accidental death insurance. You know, these are all the things to really consider. How well is the insurance policies? Um, do they have long-term disability coverage i mean what are their types of investments what are their types of advertising what are their types of insurance companies that they affiliate themselves with you know how do they handle types of medical diagnoses and so do they have car insurance um do they have homeowners or renters insurance disability insurance Those are all the things that people think about when it comes to these companies. And if I were to own my own company, all my answers to all the concerns and questions I just asked 
would be so positive that every person, every company may want to work with me. So I would have all insurance and all insurance policies. I would have all the streams of income that wealthy people have. And not just have them for myself, but I would diversify those streams with the adult content creators, the porn performers, and everybody on the uh, porn crew, right? The ones on set, off set, who help. And um, you got to look at, you know, I would have a suitable board of directors, something those companies have and people need to think about. I'll have suitable staff and suitable executive leadership, something that these companies have that people need to think about. And um, these are the things I just really felt mentioning about porn. Um, There's a lot of people just don't consider these things. I mean, do they have credit insurance, travel insurance, vehicle insurance, identity protection, flood insurance, event insurance? Um, Do they have like business insurance? Hell, do they even have condo insurance? Do they have landlord insurance, umbrella insurance? Motorcycle insurance, RV insurance, roadside. Business insurance is wow. How are they with an all-state insurance company? I'm just saying. So all the I would have all these things if I was a porn entity myself. I have all again. I have all these types of. I have all insurances, all streams of income diversified with my entire entity, and um, all human rights would be honored. We would be in good standing with the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights if I if I was a porn company head, which I will be soon. And um, all these things to look for that clearly shows ethical porn labels would be quite suitable. And um, our onset policies, ethics, consent statements would also be lovely. And so these are things to think about when you decide to be a porn company head or to work for porn companies, you got to consider all these things. Because a lot of people don't understand that character does matter when it comes to these companies, whether you're in charge of them or whether you work for them. And um, I know for me, if I was a porn company head, the porn I would do would give space to the would give space to the perspectives of queer, trans, non-binary people, and people of color, embracing body positivity, embracing self-care, and fighting against racism, ableism, homophobia, transphobia, and sex work stigma through the positive depictions of different sexualities and experiences. And we wouldn't have the whole you know, the male gaze that tends to be patriarchal? No. There would be no cis normativity, uh, no cis sexism, no homophobia, no biphobia, no transphobia, no lesbophobia, no queerphobia, um, no heteronormativity, no heterosexism, no cis heteropatriarchy, no cis patriarchy, no patriarchy, no misogyny, no sexism, no chauvinism, no bravado. You know, uh, let me see here. There would be no trans misogynor. There'd be no trans misogyny. Uh, 
No bashing or abuse when it comes to LGBTQI+. No bullying at all. Sexual, non-sexual, no bullying at all. No bullying of any kind. Um, and if I was a porn company head, ethical porn entities and feminist porn entities and sex positive porn entities and the you know, alternative porn, alt porn entities and independent porn entities would all think highly of me. Even I have so much respect my mainstream companies as well. And our pay for your poor movement would be solid. <laughs> and I would be like a positive porn icon for real. Because we're concerned about what is, you know, ethical porn and making ethical porn, you know. So those are things I really wanted to um, go over. And uh, I choose to live a life of, you know, thinking about other people. And making sure that they don't industry jobs. There's things that people are fully comfortable with the ones who who are doing them. Even the uh, consumers, do they feel valued? You know, humanely. Uh, my other thoughts. would be what you know you know these porn companies how do they help themselves and their consumers when it comes to being challenged by internet sites and do they have sales that are well when it comes to internet DVDs and videotapes and even CDs and are they sensitized to sex crimes murder crimes, violent crimes, and just all crimes in general. How are they with cable companies? And, you know, like a Playboy channel, just, you know, the it's kind of like you have sex channels on cable. How are they with that? What is their unprotected sex policy or protected sex policy? Those things to consider. What are their thoughts on sexual liberation, sex revolution, and free love, and even the period of the golden age of porn? Those are things I care about. How are the agents and the directors in terms of how they treat people? How do they handle pandemics like COVID? Are there any horror stories that need to be dealt with in terms of issues? How do they handle sexual assault allegations? Do they, can, do they help you eventually shoot your own porn or do they want you to shoot with them or can you do both? Those are thoughts of quality, actually. How do they treat pornographers? Um, what is their stance on like a cryptocurrency? Um, 
do they combat violence against women and violence in general? What is the health and safety in, the, in those adult film industries? What is their casting list all about? Are big tech companies snooping on people's porn use? It's an excellent question. And are they against body shaming? What is the birth control methods like? What is the STICD testing like? Is there any genital or body image issues that need to be resolved properly? Those are just questions. These are sensible questions and concerns that are very, very understandable. Do they do stocks? Mm, you know? Are they sensitive to sexual exploitation, commodification, objectification, sexual objectification, and uh, dehumanization, self-objectification? Hmm. Are they for bodily autonomy and bodily integrity? Are they against ownership, treating the treating people as though they can be owned, bought, or sold such as slavery? Are they against denial of subjectivity, treating the people as though there's no need for concern for their experiences or feelings? Are they against violability, treating people as lacking in boundary, integrity, and violable as some as some things that are permissible to break up, smash, and break into? Are they against fungibility? Treating people as interchangeable with other objects. Are they against inertness? Treating people as lacking agency or activity. Are they against denial of autonomy? Treating people as lacking autonomy or self-determination. Are they against instrumentality? Treating people as a tool for others' purposes. Are they against reduction of body? The treatments of people as, as identified with their bodies and body parts. Are they against silencing the treatment of people as if they're silent, lacking the capacity to speak? Are they against reduction to appearance, the treatment of people primarily in terms of how they look or how they appear to the senses? Is the female gaze empowering in their mind? Those are solid, solid questions. And I'm so honored that I think about these things. Are they against self-objectification? Are they against the the objectification of social relationships, also known as reification? Um, My other questions would be, um, are these porn companies sensitive to, or these adult film companies and adult content creators, are they sensitive to erectile dysfunction, vaginismus, um, communication during sex? Um, water breaks, shyness, cleanups, uh, laughter and true chemistry on screen, existing and deep connections, 
you know, using the restroom before, during, after sex, you know, the awkward moments and the anal prepping, the lubes, the real earthy orgasms, the consent, um, you know, like condoms or period sex, or real pleasure and arousal, sex toys, and putting in the time for one another. Um, do these um, companies really care about these things? <coughs> Excuse me. You know, how do they treat guys who are not, quote-unquote, well-hung? And You know, is male ejaculation the main event for them, like the money shot? And what if sex is not exaggeratingly loud? Or what about people who are not... Clean shaven, what about those who are hairy? What if people aren't what is called down to fuck all the time? And are they helping people who are not men to fund, direct, and design porn too? Um, those are just questions. That I um, that I have in my heart, and these are things. These are the ways that I think, as a future porn company head, that I'll be, you know, with adult entertainment. Um, because I don't. I want to do just more than have my own. Uh, you know. Porn company want to do adult content creating sites, adult content of all kinds. It's personally how I roll. And so I'm just thinking, thinking very deeply. Those are pretty much all my questions and concerns that I wanted to outline to you. Actually, I have more concerns because I had to think about it some more. I would be like with these companies, how are they when it comes to being well represented at all the best porn conventions and porn conventions in general? And, You know, do they do they adapt well to how porn gets made thanks to COVID nineteen and what it how how is the evaluation of the popularity and quantity of the pornography studios and you know, do they sell porn online well? Do they did they start their porn production business well? And what is these porn agencies, how well are they? to people and are they in a part of any top 10 listing of pornographic movie studios these are just things that have to really be considered What is their relationship like with other CEOs, with other businesses, adult film companies, and non-adult film companies? These are 
things that people really need to psychologically marinate on. And so, does officially end my concerns, and now I'm gonna get to the the final part of what I want to say throughout the rest of this episode, the duration of it. And make sure that the browsing history, you know, with the cookies can create a safe browsing internet experience. And in closing, when it comes to the world of mainstream porn and ethical porn, I'll be working in both worlds. I'll make sure that all the adult film companies that I work with or work for um, will all have ethical practices, whether they're mainstream porn or ethical porn. And in closing, the type of porn star I will be when it comes to sex on camera I will be an active listener I will be compassionately passionate about things I'll be empathetic I won't be afraid of feedback I'll be a great communicator I'll be compassionately curious I will know how to slow down and I'll have a great sense of humor and um I will also, as a porn star, when it comes to sex on camera, I will demonstrate healthy decision-making, healthy problem-solving, healthy creative thinking, healthy lateral thinking, healthy critical thinking, healthy communication, um, healthy interpersonal skills, healthy self-awareness, empathy, uh, healthy assertiveness, healthy equanimity, um, healthy resilience, healthy coping and managing emotions well and managing and coping um, with um, elevated growth as a human being. And I will also, as a porn star, demonstrate positive attitudes, emotional intelligence, uh, emotional literacy, emotional self-regulation, uh, kindness, uh, pe- you know, healthy you know, people skills and personal boundaries, professional boundaries, they're all healthy. I'll demonstrate healthy social skills, healthy soft skills, healthy study skills, healthy uh, social intelligence, um, For sure. And that concludes this episode. <sighs> My mind is working again. So, in the case of these porn companies and adult content creator companies, just make sure that the affiliate programs. The member logins, the photos, the movies, the video, the home section support are all um, healthy and they have authorized sales agents and the police visiting part of these sites. Make sure that they're all legitimate or a short way of saying it legit. Um, You do have porn companies that have categories they talk about latest most viewed most engaging upcoming so that's something to keep a lookout for for damn sure um
And I'll say one more thing. I'll absolutely conclude, conclude for real this time. I will always be and forever will be a positive example of a global mainstream porn icon. Another way of saying it. I will always and forever be a positive example of a global mainstream porn star. I'll say these two sentences and then I'll conclude for real this time. I will always and forever be an example of a global ethical porn icon. In other words, I'll always and forever be a positive example of a global ethical porn star. Now I'm officially done.